Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast where two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots and let you know which shows soar to the highest heights of small screen or crash and burn. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my patroness, Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? What's up, demon? Yeah, I don't like being called that. What's up, angel? No, not that either. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, I like the choices there. Kind of puttered out there. (laughs) How are you doing today on this very special day? What's so special about it? Do you want to know what's so special about it? Yes. Today mm-hmm. is our 100th episode. No, it is not. If you combined Magnum, Magnum Shiro, Shiro, we did oh, wow. We did 46 episodes of We've Magnum. done this 100 times. Wow. 100 times. So I just want to take a quick moment right at the top. Yeah. And thank everyone for listening for, wow. for this absurd amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much yes, to everyone who, who listens. We couldn't do it without you, and we, we wouldn't do it without you. Really I mean, would, what would be the point? <laughs> we could just talk about these things on our own, but we don't. <laughs> Which we do anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, we appreciate you, and we appreciate uh, all yeah. the kind things you guys say, and all, the, all that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so thank you very much to you today. Thank have, you very much. Thank you very much. I hope you have a lovely day. <laughs> so, anyway. The end. Out of that. <laughs> Excellent 100th episode, honey. Way to wrap it up. We're done. <laughs> no, we're not done. We're never done. We're never done. Because there's too many there's shows. There's so many TV shows. <laughs> they keep making more every day. Well, with new streaming services, too. They're uh, everywhere. It, everywhere. You can't stop it. No. It will not be stopped. It's not being it's not being stopped. So I think we need to go harder on our cynicism and uh, and criticisms for TV shows. Right. Cuz there's so many now. Yeah. These have to be amazeballs. It has now. to be like cream of the crop. Not just good, yes. but amazeballs because amazeballs. there's so many. Mhm. I agree. There's so agree. many. Now. You, like if you want to rise above the chaff you yeah. know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta bring the goods. So I think, mm-hmm. I think we need to take the kids' gloves off. Yeah, we've been too damn nice. We've been too damn nice on this podcast. We've done a hundred mm-hmm. or sixty-four times now, yeah. where we've only like like two of the shows. <laughs> <laughs> that we've well, we're gonna get harder with it now. Yeah, yeah. You gotta earn it. Yeah, you gotta earn it. Earn it. I'm not. There's too many shows, and we don't want to greenlight everything. That's right. That's Make right. Make it special. What's out there? That's right. So last week we did his Dark Materials, an HBO Max series, yeah. Care of the BBC. Mm-hmm. Would you like to give us a show synopsis really quick of for course. his Dark Materials? A young girl is destined to liberate her world from the grip of the Magisterium, which represses people's ties to magic and their animal spirits, known as demons. Oh, I didn't know that's what it was about. That didn't, I guess, a, kind of a spoiler. Well, that's never... helpful because now I know what's happening. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I, I didn't know that's what they were doing. I thought they had some sort of weird religion involving dust. I, 
And I, I really wow. had no idea. You we're like totally <laughs> under, We both interpreted the show totally different, and it's not yeah. what the show is about. That's great. All right. I like that. All right. All right. Do you want to give us an episode synopsis? Of for It was Lyra's something or other. I didn't write down the name of the episode. It was like Lyra's. Oh, I wrote it down. Oh, look at me. Prepared. Prepared. 100 episodes, huh? You did Lyra's it. Lyra's Jordan. Nice. You're welcome. Because of Jordan College. Oh. Yeah, it took me a while to figure it out because I was like, well, yeah. who's her Jordan? It felt like Ruth's Chris Steakhouse to me. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Orphan Lyra Belacqua's world is turned upside down by her long-absent uncle's return from the north while the glamorous Mrs. Coulter visits. Ooh. Glam! And she has red nails, so I was like, yes, she is glamorous. She is glamorous. Any woman with red nails is glamorous. Hey, what color are your nails? What color are my nails? Remember my father <laughs> used to insist on red nails. Insist. He said, why insist. bother? Why even bother doing a manicure exactly. if it ain't going to be red? Exactly. He's a good man. Yes. <laughs> We so got, now I have red nails, just yeah. because of your dad. I think so, because you didn't used to just do red nails. No. But yeah. So. Yeah, now they're always red. Yeah. Red toenails, red nails. Yeah. This show was starring the amazing mm-hmm. James McAvoy. Looking fly in this. Yeah, he's looking good, and right? That coat, man, yeah. he was working it. <laughs> he played Lord Azrael. Uh, you know him from the X-Men New Class movies where he mm-hmm. plays the younger uh, Professor yeah. X. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Tumnus. <laughs> Looking in, all adorable. In The Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe. We had Clark Peters mm-hmm. playing the master. Mm. He's in John Wick and The Wire. Nice. We got Daphne Keene mm-hmm. as Lyra Bellacqua. Mm-hmm. She was in another X-Men movie. She was uh, in Logan as X-23. Okay. And she's in something called The Refugees. Oh. And then we had Lewin Lloyd as Roger Paslow, who was in Doctor Who and Judy. Yeah. Okay. And Roger I even, was in Doctor Who? I'm trying to think. We've seen uh, every Doctor oh, yeah. Who. Yeah. And he's a young, young child. Yeah, so he would have been like maybe a baby at that time. Maybe. Maybe he was a baby. Do they credit you as a baby, like on IMDb? Well, I would imagine if you're a 10-year-old, you want to have your resume. Right? Yeah, like, like if he was in Doctor Who, he would have had to have been in the newest seasons. Right. Which I guess I've only seen once. So That's maybe, true. Maybe he did pop up That's in there true. somewhere. That's true, yeah. Anyway, this was uh, first released November 4th, 2019. Mm-hmm. The number one song was Lose You to Love Me by Selena Gomez. Whatever. And Midway was the number one movie, which is a big whatever for me. Wait, another war picture about Midway? Yeah. They've made like a thousand of those. I know. I can't think of anything more boring. I mean, like... War's no, not boring, okay, okay. but it's like, we've already done this, and it was great. Well, there's nothing, Why do we have to do this again? There's nothing more exciting than kicking a Nazi in the nuts. For sure. I'm not complaining about For that. For sure. But, yeah, I feel like, let's do something different. Well, you know what? I but, say that, and I'm like, we have so many neo-Nazis, maybe they need to watch their asses getting kicked yeah, again. Yeah, now and now yeah. I'm changing my thing, because yeah. I'm like, I think it has to... You have to do a new one for every generation, kind of yeah. like Romeo and Juliet. Right, like you have right, to do right. like a, you have to remind a new rendition, a new rendition because mm-hmm. a lot of people are averse to watching like older movies, yeah. even though they're great. Yeah. So you have to do like a Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, that makes sense. Because people don't want to watch Zeffirelli, you know, yeah. or whatever. So yeah. I get it. Okay. 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 Fair okay. We've. I'm, 
We've come to a new decision. Everyone who listens to our podcast <laughs> should go out and rent Midway today. <laughs> Watch some Nazis get their butt beat. Yeah, kick them in the nuts. Kick them right in the nuts. Kick them in the nutsies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, what were your predictions for this uh, television show that we watched? Well, I had no idea what I was watching. <clears throat> A young adult man will discover the magical properties of materials and become a dark sorcerer who is hell-bent on saving the world. Wow. Yeah, it was way off. So you had no recollection of seeing this movie no. years ago. We rented no. it together. Yeah, nope. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it must have been when it first came out on DVD. We've seen it once. Mm. All I So basically, I said, I've seen this movie years ago, <laughs> so I feel like I should have a better handle on it. Right. I know it's about kids and <laughs> animals are their souls, which I was kind of right, kind of wrong okay. on, uh, or something, I said. And an evil woman is trying to steal their souls, which is to say they're animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what's happening. Uh, I remember Daniel Craig played the James McAvoy character. Ah, Lord Miss, Asriel. Yes, Nicole Kidman was... The glamour Miss Coulter. Miss Coulter. Yeah. And... Ian McKellen was the voice of the, the polar bear, bear. The polar bear. I remember a polar bear. And what's his name? Sam Elliott, mm -hmm. I think, plays what will eventually be, be the Lin-Manuel Miranda character. Okay, okay. I'm a little bit hesitant about Lin-Manuel showing up in this. <laughs> Love him. Love him. I know you do. But. Oh, no. <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm a little hesitant. Okay. If, if you follow him, you know why, probably. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and I will say, like, a lot of the reviews for this mm -hmm. uh, show, there's a lot of arguments based on, like, a lot of people thought the casting of the movie was perfect with, like, Nicole really? Kid Kidman huh. and didn't like the casting of this show. Well, I obviously don't remember the movie. <laughs> so, <there laughs> but I really liked the cast in this. I had zero problem with the cast. I thought in they this. were pretty great. And like I said, James McAvoy was fly. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking oh, really good. You you made your, like, your 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 I'm just saying that coat looked amazing on him. <laughs> was it his coat? Or was it the man in the coat? No, it was the coat. Because I've seen the man in in the coat in other movies. Right. And I haven't been like, whoa, he's fly. Not even his tumness. <laughs> well, maybe a little bit his tumness. Okay. Gotta have a little furry in there. This week, we were going to do some facts. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a really busy day yesterday, guys. Yeah. I was really stressed out. Uh -huh. And I was like, I'm going to get some facts together because i got to get them ready for the yeah. podcast. Yeah. And then as we were watching this show, you're like, let's throw away those facts and do something different. You're welcome. <laughs> so we're going to do something different. But I think I think your idea is good. Right. So right. originally, well, we're going to see how this goes. We might have to do it two ways. <laughs> Originally, you were like, well, we should do a Patronus. Okay, yeah. well, we should explain the show a little bit to understand yeah, why yeah, we're doing this. Yeah. Uh, apparently, in this world, it's just like a, a mirror dimension uh, yeah. uh, of Earth. Alternate universe alternate with magic. There you go. That's al all they need to know. Alternate universe with magic. Mm -hmm. When you're a child, you're assigned a soul. Who, yeah, I'm not really sure what happens with that. I don't know how you get this soul. It's not your personal soul. It's like an external it's, soul. It's another person's soul so I think who it's died. That died and they come which is back. why Roger's like, then why do they leave these gross skeletons behind? Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then this soul kind of ages with you, and then when you become of age, which seems to be about thirteen, <laughs> uh, the soul chooses its final shape. 
Yeah. Which can be a little bit confusing because and Lyra's Because up until soul. then, there's constantly changing form depending on the situation, right? Between shots sometimes, which is like, <laughs> which, okay, I get it. But also it felt like if like, if in between shots of a TV show, they like replaced the actor who plays Joey on Friends with like someone else. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then it's back to Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like, it was like, sometimes I'm like, wait, what? Oh, okay. That's, that's just his yeah. new form. Yeah. Oh, it's a moth now. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. It, it, it just, you know, I yeah. mean, you start, as the show progresses, it mm-hmm. gets it. So, yeah. anyway. And I guess whenever its final form is, is some kind of reflection upon you, much like a Patronus. Yes. That was another complaint I saw a lot in the reviews. Okay. Where a lot of people were accusing this show of ripping off Harry Potter. Ah, but this show came first. But this show is 20 in years old. In book form. Yeah, in book form. Is that, the books actually came out before Harry yeah. Potter. It's turning out that, like, J.K. Rowling actually ripped off a lot of people. Well, of everything. course she did. But then again, there's there's parallel thinking, so I don't know. She she did her thing. He did his thing. It's it's everybody's ripped off Tolkien at some point in time. Every, you know, everybody's doing their thing. Yeah, you know, and you it, take what you like from different things and you put it together and you make your own world. And that's what it is. And right? that's what it is. That's what creating is all about. So I, I'm not gonna. But anyway, you you had the suggestion we should do a Patronus quest, yeah. uh, quiz. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I bet they have a Dark Materials quiz, which they do. Which they do. So let's do it. So how should we do this? Are we gonna do it simultaneously, or should one of us do it? One one at a time, I would think. Right. Depending sure. on how long this thing is. You might catch a little bit of sound on here. Well, I, guess... I can I can mute it. Miss Coulter's Cocktail Party is this screen. Okay, question one for me. I guess I'll go first. Okay. You arrive uninvited to a glamorous party in London. Everyone who is anyone is there. But how will you get in? Blag it through the main entrance or sneak through the back door? Blag it in, baby. Why sneak? Okay. You smooth talker. You're surrounded by actors, politicians, academics, and explorers, and there's one thing on everyone's lips. News of a precious material called Sky Iron. <laughs> okay. But how will you find out more? Eavesdrop on the chatter or muscle in and steer the conversation? Uh, well, let's see here. Okay, so I need to listen into the conversation. Mm. Okay. So, uh... I'm going to just join the conversation because eavesdropping looks like a weirdo. Yeah. All right. Hold, hold on just a second. I wonder if I should do this. You should do it at the I same time. I should be time. doing this with you. So yeah. let, let me... Let, okay. You get, you get caught up. I'll stop on question three. Okay. Okay. Here we are. I'm, I'm, now I am in Mrs. Coulter's cocktail party. Okay. Uh, anyone who is anyone's there. Yeah. Uh, but how will I get in? Blag it through the main entrance or sneaking through the back door? Um, uh, I, I'll sneak in. Of course you will. <laughs> um, I'm a total ninja. Hey, you got a different question. Yeah, because I did something different. Oh, okay. <laughs> the party's in full swing, and everyone's talking about this mysterious material called Sky Iron. <laughs> Sky Iron. <laughs> but how will you discover more about it? Have a sneaky rummage around the flat, or strike up a conversation with some famous explorers? I'm going to start chatting because there's yeah. no guarantee I'm going to find anything. Exactly. Or like, why would you have something written down? And yeah. if I get caught, I'm going to get thrown out. So I'm going, to, yeah. I'm going to start chatting. Exactly. Okay, next question. Okay. You're the life and soul of the party. Yeah. But how will you use your newfound popularity? Further an illustrious career at home or seek adventures abroad? Uh, illustrious career at home. Okay. Since next. mine is different. Yeah, since yours is different. Sky Iron is as... Every bit as incredible as the company you are with. Molded by bears and Svalbard. 
<laughs> Owning it means you can exert power. Mm -hmm. uh, the explorers you meet are going to voyage north to find it. Do you join them or venture off to lands unknown alone? Mm. Hmm. Now, this company is incredible. Mm. But do I, just because they're incredible, do I trust them? Mm. I'm going to go it alone. Azrael doesn't trust anybody. Yeah, I'm going to go it alone. I'm going to take... <laughs> I'm going to take Tumnus's idea. Okay. I am now oh, in Jordan College. Something's happening. Yeah. You're going to be in Jordan College next uh, oh, okay. year. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. You're in Trollsund. You, you've moved to a different location. I've moved to a different I location. I wonder if this is very confusing for listeners because we're going It is. We're going back and forth. Depending on our answer. Okay, guys. The, this quiz, depending on your answers, it takes you to different places. Yes. So because I was just blagging it in, <laughs> I was now sent to Jordan College. And because you wanted to explore the north, apparently, you are now in, in the north. I, I'm in the north. So okay. maybe you should do your section so it's clearer to them what's happening. Okay, sure. So it's like, okay. and then whenever you get to the next part, you stop, then I'll go. Sure. Okay. okay. You're a valued member of society with a healthy respect for authority. What? <laughs> that is N not me. Nerd. Not me. <laughs> Nerd. At the party, you met a professor studying Sky Iron. Ugh, that dumb thing. At Jordan College, Oxford. You did well to gain his trust and accept a job under his tutelage. Ugh. God, you're such a Watch nerd. him closely to discover more. The professor leaves you during your first week to travel north after hearing that Sky Iron, or whatever, that is so hard to say, Skyron. allows you to wield power over ferocious bears. Sweet. Nice. But what is he up to? Do you stay put and discreetly investigate or make plans to follow from a distance? Follow, baby. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. While secretly planning to follow your boss, you're caught red-handed. Do you tell them you're just curious and concerned or admit you want to get your hands on the Sky Iron? I want the f***ing Sky Iron. You could rule the world I with can that. rule bears with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you want with Sky Iron? Are you simple? Rule bears. Are you, are you simply worried it may fall into the wrong hands, or do you plan to use it to fulfill your own nefarious ambitions? I want to control <laughs> bears. Believe so nefarious, nefarious ambitions. <laughs> okay. You were racing your boss to get to the Sky Iron first. Now you know where it is. Do you sell the information and call it quits or gamble on a greater fortune? Go all the way. Go all the way. I want to rule bears. Money holds no interest. <laughs> a bear army or nothing else. A bear else. army or nothing. Your decisions have led you here. Okay, I'm on to my next section. Okay. Your turn, honey. So now I'm in like Trollsvard or some bullcrap. Oh, this gives me my demon. Oh, you do you know what it is? Yeah. Okay. At the party, you heard that Sky Iron allows <laughs> you to exert power over ferocious bears. Yeah. You chartered a zeppelin and went north to the port of Trollsund. Mm -hmm. Now, all you need are supplies and a crew to track down the precious metal. We're, we're going to get the same thing, aren't we? <laughs> Just going in a roundabout way. You need to hire muscle for your team as the north is treacherous. For sure. You hear of a prisoner who fits the bill, but in freeing them, you could put the people of Trollsund in danger. Oof. Do you free the prisoner anyway or find another way to strengthen your crew? Mm. Now, how He's am He's a I... rapist, honey. What are you going to do? Oh, find another way. There you go. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the townsfolk of Trollsend are suspicious of newcomers, and you have no muscle to deal with their hostility. You are running out of options. In desperation, do you turn to other outsiders in the town or hire a guide to help you win the trust of the locals? No. Uh, I would hire a guide. For sure. We need, to, we need to get in with the trolls and yeah. people. From your travels around the world, you know money talks, and you are soon able to hire a guide. 
They have plenty of contacts, but you're unsure if you can trust them. Mm. Do you stride out determined with your guide regardless, or do you cut loose and go it alone? Mm. Up to the north, not Ooh. knowing the terrain. Ooh. Well, he sounds sort of mercenary to me. I think as long as I'm paying him, I have his loyalty. But now, does he follow that, like, Merc code where, like, if even if someone offers him more money, he stays with me because I hired him first? I don't know. I should go it alone. <laughs> like half my answers have been go alone. Ooh. Okay, okay. What are you? Okay, you ready? Are you a bear? No, I'm not a bear. What do you got? Your demon is a gray wolf. Oh, you yeah. are so happy. You are self-motivated and ambitious. This is true. Once you have an idea in your head, there's little that can stop you on your road to success. This is true. That's also true. You don't let yourself get pushed around. This is true. Mm-hmm. And you won't stop until you've achieved your goals. This is very true. All right, so you got a wolf demon. I got a wolf demon, a gray wolf demon. Okay. Yeah. Mine mm-hmm. demon is a pine marten. A what? What is that? Can I see the It picture? looks like a weasel. Oh, it's a weasel. It's okay, kind of like, it's like a ferret. It's kind of like hers. That is so like you. <laughs> well, maybe we should find out why. Okay. <laughs> You're a horrible person. I <laughs> know. Ferrets are nice. I have a magnetic personality yeah. and can easily gain the confidence of others. Yes. You have an innate ability to understand the motivations of those around you, hmm. and consequently, your trust can be hard to attain. Mm. You are fiercely independent, if somewhat stubborn. I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> if you need something done, you will do it yourself, but always yeah. with flair and style. Really? <laughs> Let's let everyone believe I'm more interesting than I am. <laughs> you love traveling and are endlessly really? curious <laughs> about the world. Hmm. You are brave in the face of adversity, yes. for which you are universally admired. Universally admired. Okay. And that was from the BBC Connected Studio UK. You don't seem very impressed by my Pine Martin. I don't think it's really you. You think I should have let that criminal free? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Definitely not. Well, like I said, there's gray areas here. What is he in jail for? Yeah, exactly. You know, is it unjust? I don't know. Exactly. So, I mean, like, as soon as you said that, then it's like, well, yeah, I'm going to let him run. Oh, so you're saying it's my fault. I'm saying it's a ferret. I, Do you sa- want to take it again? Play again? No. To find out what you are? <laughs> I'm saying I'm too weak to, like, <laughs> to be my own. I'm not saying you're weak. I think your demon would be a hawk. You think a Someone hawk? that always looks at the bigger picture right. of things. You know, to see sees the world as a whole rather than just focusing on one thing. That, and that kind of makes sense. Like, this sort of seems sort of okay. Yours is, like, spot on. Yeah, mine's spot on. I think there is bits of this that sound like me, but there are other bits that don't really Yeah, at all. yeah, exactly. So, so now I'm stuck with this dumb Because weasel. you definitely have a magnetic personality, and you make friends easily, so you gain the confidence of others easily. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I'm fiercely independent. Though. No, you're not. Although I did say go it alone. But the, but my options were to go with a possible criminal mm. or go by myself. <laughs> and if given that option, I'm going to go by myself. All right. All you right. know? Yeah. So, well, maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> I, my, my, my demon should just be indecisive. It'll be like half hawk, half It'd weasel. be like a chimera, but not intentionally. <laughs> not, not intentionally in, in no way that would actually be, like, functional. Like, he wouldn't have the wings of a hawk. He'd have, like, the 
tail of a He'd hawk. have the wings of a chicken. <laughs> yeah. So it wouldn't exactly fly. <laughs> like, none of the good parts would have melded together. It's not like a flying weasel. <laughs> it would be like a hawk that can't fly. <laughs> Love that. There you go. There you go. But anyway, uh, feel free to go find out what your own personal demon is. Yeah. And let uh, us know. Let us know. I'd be very interested. Very. Oh, interested. I'd be very interested. Very interested. <laughs> I'm glad we did that rather than the Patronus thing. Okay. Okay. So yeah. I didn't know they had demon tests. So I, I didn't know either. Buzzfeed has one. I wonder if you should take the Buzzfeed one. Should I take the? Yeah, BuzzFeed I think one? you should take the Buzzfeed one because like this one doesn't nail you. All right, sorry guys. I guess we're doing this again. Just for you. Mine was I nailed mine. Okay, here we go. Here we go. What for what form of my demon take? Mm-hmm. What are you like at parties? I avoid big parties. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> we got it. Nailed it. <laughs> I didn't even read the other one. <laughs> if you see your partner flirting with someone else, what is your reaction? Uh, I can dump you. Mm. Go over there and make it clear to everyone that you're that I own you. Yeah. <laughs> Roll my eyes and ignore it. You know they won't find anyone better than you anyway. Flirt with someone else to get back at them. Confront them about it later. Be annoyed, but let it go unless it happens again. Not- I'm I'm a big flirt, so this is something you have to deal with. I. So how do you deal with it when you see me flirting? Roll my eyes and ignore it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess, I, I guess that's it, because I'm like, you're not leaving me. I no, don't care. No way in hell. <laughs> I'm just a flirt. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. I mean, like. Is your definition of flirting like having sex with them? <laughs> yeah, that's that's not my definition. <laughs> if it's just like flirting, I don't give a I crap. I flirt all the time. Yeah. That's just my personality. Jeez. You're running late to a meeting with a friend. What do you do? Go at your normal pace because now uh, you wouldn't be running late in the first place. That's probably it. <laughs> you probably wouldn't realize how late you know. You would profusely apologize and buy them a drink. I mean, if I end up being late, uh, you would thank them for waiting. That's polite. You're late so often they probably preemptively showed up 30 minutes later than planned. I wouldn't be running late in the first no. place. I'm usually like 15, 20 minutes early to anything. Exactly. So. How do you shop for clothes? Which, which like <laughs> yesterday, like I had to go to the bank and I, I left here. And then I was like, I have 15 minutes before the bank even opens. Like, I'm not even going to <laughs> How do you shop for clothes? I love shopping and are basically in a constant yeah. state of doing it. You're very picky and only buy when you find the perfect thing. No. You never really shop. You just seem to acquire things, usually gifts and hand-me-downs. No. You buy practical things out of necessity, but don't care how they look. You buy lots of fun stuff, but only wear 20% of it. You're obsessed with finding unusual and interesting. No. You buy things that are of good quality and very classic because uh, you want things to last. Um, I'm probably... I don't really like how it's worded, but I probably buy... necessity? Yeah, I buy things practical practical out of necessity. I mean, I care how they look. I don't want to look trashy. Right. But I'm, like, not too concerned. Exactly. When you have to make a big life decision, how do you go about making it? I go with my gut. I will very systematically go through all the pros and cons of Overthink it. (laughs) Overthink it. Uh, I will ask my friends and family. I tend to just make up snap decisions. I flip a coin. I ask a mentor. Well, you've got three good options there that you would all do while trying to make this decision. I I think all of those things I would do fall under the umbrella of I will systematically go through all the pros and cons. Because then I would then go to friends and family Mm -hmm. and then and then I would flip a coin. Yeah. (laughs) And then I would ask a mentor. So uh, how do you deal with heartbreak? Wallow in bed and watch romantic films? Nope. Nope. Uh, Go drinking and live my best life? Nope. Now immediately find a rebound? Nope. Nope. Transform my look? Nope. nope. Channel it into art? Mm. 
obsess over them for a while until you get bored. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm going to say channel it into art. Yeah, because you'd write. Yeah, I'd write or something yeah. or write a song or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, what word would you like your friends to use to describe me? Loyal, charming, elegant, creative, powerful, cool. I think you're charming and loyal. Um, I think I would say creative. Okay. <laughs> my test, not yours. Okay. Okay. No, I was saying that about you. Oh, yeah. You're no, charming no, and loyal. I'm not charming yeah, and loyal. Yeah, I'm insulted by that. Yeah, you're insulted <laughs> by that. Which of these negative traits would you say you're most guilty of? I'm loud. No. Flaky, mm. aloof, no. scatterbrained, no. sneaky, no. lazy. Mm. Mm. Uh, of those things, I'm probably aloof, scatterbrained. You can be pretentious sometimes. What, what, what does that fall under? Aloof. Is that aloof? Okay. I don't know. You pick one. It's your quiz. Right. I feel like I'm scatterbrained, but I'm probably not as bad as I think. Maybe aloof. Maybe I can Well, maybe if you think your scatterbrained is your most negative trait, then you choose that. You know, I'm going to go scatterbrained because that's, that's where my that's heart... That's your gut, told, That's right? where my gut went. Okay. So scatterbrained. Oh, good God. <laughs> this is even better. <laughs> I love this so much. Oh, my God. I love this. Okay. So according to Buzz... <laughs> according to BuzzFeed... <laughs> this is so lame. This is perfect. My demon <laughs> would be a bright and colorful hummingbird. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, my hummingbird demon would flicker near me, mm-hmm. matching its colorful feathers to your own colorful imagination. Mm-hmm. You're sweet-natured, kind, and incredibly creative. Very true. You tend to keep yourself to yourself. Mm. That's true. But not because you're shy or anxious. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just have your very own specific interests and prefer to invest your time in those things. Exactly. That's actually, BuzzFeed's This is actually pretty close. Pretty close. You have a dreamy quality, but you're not naive at all. Mm-hmm. I agree with mm-hmm. that. You understand that time is precious, and so you choose to invest it into your passions. Truth. You know what? That's... That's, that's actually, you know what? That's actually not too far off. I can I totally see you having a hummingbird. That... <laughs> I can, too. I can totally see I, it. That fits me more than the the weasel thing. Oh, yeah. Did. This fits you way more. You're a hummingbird, the, the weasel was about 50 to 60% yeah. there. Yeah. This is, I think, probably almost like 100%. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Okay. There, All right. There All we right. Go. So we, we spent a lot of time on that. <laughs> <laughs> you should, too. Everyone should do that. Yeah, Everyone exactly. Everyone should do that. Now we should talk about his dark, magi- uh, his dark majesty and material. <laughs> Uh, right at the top, I have to say, I can't complain. They gave us the exposition right at the... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And they even started out with, what are you fighting for? With yes. Lyra, she's fighting to get her friend back. Yes. And she has a quaint life that she's currently living. Yes. Just like The Hobbit. You know, you start out with that nice, quaint life, and you know what you're fighting for. Exactly. Brief overview of this episode. Oh, what we find out from the exposition up, there was some kind of deluge at some time, like a, a, a biblical-type flood. Yes. And this child, Lyra, was rescued, apparently, mm-hmm. or seemingly, by Lord Asriel. Mm-hmm. He brings her to Oxford College, where he requests scholastic sanctuary, <laughs> which I like that. This is mm-hmm. like a world where science, instead of like religion, I guess, has become like a central... No, 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 no. He require he asks, well, and how I see it. <laughs> I could be completely wrong. I could be completely wrong. But no, he asks for scholastic sanctuary so she can be taught. Yeah. Because the magisterium only teaches about certain magics. 
Okay. And scholastic sanctuary means you can explore science without fear of being burned at the stake for heresy. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. But like, there's a certain level to that, though. You can't just yeah. go around saying, hey, only adults are affected by dust. You'll right. instantly get burned. Right. Like, basically, there's, like, it's, like, science, see magic. Yeah. But there's, like, still, like, a kind of heretical aspect to mm-hmm. it. Like, like if you were to study religion, but they were like, but there's certain aspects of religion you can't touch. Yeah. Like, this is like that, but kind of with more... Oh, so if you're, like, a Jedi and you want to look at the dark side of things. Yes, yes, yes. exactly like that. Like, that's what you could go Lord Asriel seems to be doing. Yeah. He's looking into this thing called the dust, which mm-hmm. is seems to be a mirror into, like, maybe a parallel world or like a I think you can world. I think you can turn into dust in order to go through these worlds. Uh, no no wait. If you have too much <laughs> dust you clog it up so you have to be a child in order to go through all these worlds because there's no dust on children. Right. Yes. There's something to do with that. So maybe that's what I gathered. Anyway she she's been <laughs> raised in Oxford uh for twelve years. Mm-hmm. She's getting tutored. Mm-hmm. And so is that why Roger is her best friend. Roger is like a scullery Child. Yeah, yeah. He's now, how come he's not being taught like her? Because he wasn't Does given sanctuary, sanctuary by Lord Asriel. Oh, uh, okay. Because Lord Asriel, using his influence, yes. was able to get special Roger, dispensation Roger for is her. an actual orphan. That they just took in. That they just took in as for help in the kitchen. Okay, so I guess the, the, the like, Catholic version of that would be Roger's an orphan that's being taken care of by the church. Yes. She's an orphan who's being raised to become a nun, basically, or something like that. Yes. Yeah, or, like or like with like, with like a, I, don't, I don't know. Like not, she's not like that. A, metaphor doesn't really work. You don't think so? No. Okay, because she's not a nun, Mm-mm. but I mean like more specialized. <laughs> okay. And and I should say like one of the things about this book series and movies that I know that was controversial is that it is explicitly an atheistic fantasy world. Okay, so. In the 90s, that okay. was like a big, weird thing that people did not approve of. Okay. Which I don't really understand because aren't all fantasy worlds inherently, they're not Christian. This is true. Or Judeo-Christian mm-hmm. or whatever or any sort of religion. They're usually their own thing. Yeah. So it's like I can have like a world of like <laughs> a pantheon of gods and that's okay but to have like a world where there is no gods. That's not okay. That's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Ugh, religious we, types. Yeah. So there, I know there was a lot of controversy uh-huh. surrounding this okay. book because of that. So anyway, so the kids are like uh, raised there. She's friends with him. Mm-hmm. We get a little bit of exposition in what the demons are, mm-hmm. which we said are like the souls of people who yeah. attach themselves to children. And her uncle, Lord Asriel, has come back from an expedition up north. Mm-hmm. He has the head of someone <laughs> in a big block of ice. <laughs> um, apparently, you're not really supposed to go up north. Apparently, you're supposed to ignore all that. Yeah. And the heads of his school are trying to murder him. Yeah. 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 For this knowledge. So it's yeah. a very. That way they keep their special sanctuary, their scholastic sanctuary. Otherwise, the magisterium will be like, you're abusing that power. Right. And they'll burn them out the it, stage. Yeah. It's, like I said, it's kind of like. Like if science, like I said, it's, it's like it's a knowledge is power, like trying to keep people ignorant in order to retain power is the way I kind of viewed it. Like there's certain information we don't want the general people to know about. Right, right. So we are going to suppress this. Mm-hmm. Lord Asriel, 
James McAvoy is trying to expose this. Right, right. And it could just cause problems. Yeah. And then in the background of all this, there is a child who is kidnapped by a very creepy fox. Oh, my God. So creepy. People think it's the gobblers. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. At the end of the episode, a woman named Mrs., a, a glamorous woman named Mrs. Coulter. Coulter shows up, and she's clearly evil. Yes. <laughs> clearly. And she wants to take Lyra under her wing, take her... Because she's the girl of the prophecy, so she wants to use her for soul Something, sucking. Well, we have, which is yet to be revealed. Well, yeah, soul sucking. I mean, this is That's the first episode. That's all I know. This is all I know. Now, I'd say this show has a lot of... Um, I think it, the show balanced a lot of things well. Mm-hmm. I think it gave us enough information to follow what was going on in the world. Right. It gave us enough mystery to leave us intrigued about where things yeah. are going to go. They didn't give too much. They didn't they give, you yeah. Know, you yeah. Know. yeah, exactly. So, like, I feel... I think it was done very well. Yes. Uh, I, I was very... Um, I feel very secure in the world after the first episode. Like, right. I'm like, okay, I get, I get kind of what's going on. Yeah. I don't know where this is going yet. Right. But I, I'm secure in this. Yeah. And then um, she wants her friend Roger, the scullery boy, to come with her, with Mrs. Coulter. Mm-hmm. And he mysteriously also gets eaten by, by the creepy wolf. The creepy fox. Yes. And, oh, yeah, the creepy uh, fox. fox. <laughs> yeah, it's a fox, not a wolf. Not a wolf. And wolves are good. Wolves are good. They're not going to eat your kids. <laughs> so, and, that, and, that, and that's basically the episode. She goes to try to find her friend at the end. Uh-huh. Oh, and the, you brought up a really good point because, like, she says to Miss Coulter, "Is like we want. I want you to become my assistant yeah. to Lyra." And then Lyra says, "I only want to go if my friend Roger can go." Yeah. And she, Mrs. Coulter, is kind of hesitant mm-hmm. about that, but then eventually she relents and is mm-hmm. like, "Yes, okay, you can bring Roger with you." Right. And they hug. Yeah. And then you said very astutely, I, I think. Why? Thank you. Sometimes. What, what What did you say? I said, "Oh, that must mean Lyra has a lot of pool." Yeah, she has a that she doesn't know she has. Yeah, she was able to make a really kind of big a demand. A big request. I want you to bring this other guy with me. Yeah, because you, can you imagine that yeah. if you were like going to like... I want to hire you as my assistant. Yeah, but you also have to hire my best friend at the same time. Well, I don't want to, but I want you to. Okay, I But know. I want you. I need you. Yes. So whatever you demand, I'll make happen. So I liked that dynamic of mm-hmm. how innocent Lyra is. Yeah. That she doesn't realize... She is, like, a very central, mm-hmm. like, powerful individual. Exactly. And they kind of make reference to this mm-hmm. throughout the episode. Although, like, I never really understood, like, because um, at the end, the master says to her, he gives her a, a, the golden compass, I assume. is. It, yeah, I think that's the golden compass. A, lith- a lithiometer is what they call it. Lithiometer. A lithiometer, mm-hmm. which is supposed to tell if the truth or a lie right. or whatever. And he's like, I'm going to send you with Mrs. Coulter. I don't know if it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why don't you use your truth-telling compass? Yeah, why don't you use the freaking truth-teller to compass yeah. to find out if it's a good idea? I, so I didn't really understand, like, some of those <laughs> things that were happening. I have this pet annoyance, really. Okay. When animals talk. Yeah, you don't like that. I don't like, especially CG animals talking in a world where humans are talking. Have you seen the Dr. Doolittle with Robert Downey Jr.? Oh, God, please don't make me. I would hate it so much. I don't like talking animals and, like, real-life animals talking and CG animals. What about, like, in Disney movies? Those are okay. Okay. 
those are okay because now, most of the time they're animated. Right. And you But th- when you're trying to make it look real, right. I don't know. I just have issues with it. I think Why not it's just stupid. make them like telekinetic? Right? Yeah, I always thought they'd be telekinetic and that would make them more special rather than a snow leopard being like, "We have to go. We're running out of time." Yeah. Well, and then and then, <laughs> and the, the, the moment you're talking about too is the, it's at the beginning when he's on a mountaintop. Yeah. And he's like, "Find us a way down the mountain." And she <laughs> she starts going down the mountain the snow yeah. leopard. And she's like, you got to favor your right side, sir. And then he's like, okay. And then he repels down the mountain. <laughs> I'm like, well, why are you asking her for a route down? You have a rope that's secured. And you're just going to go straight down. Exactly. <laughs> so there, there was a couple of moments like that during the show. I was like, yeah. I don't, I get what you're trying to do here. Right. But you're also undermining it by what we're actually seeing on the screen. Exactly. And really, too, I would hate to have an animal follow me around everywhere and just talk to me. See, Ugh. Well, I, I think, don't. I'm not into that. I think a lot of our well, what a lot of our I think a lot of listeners we do not have pets. Although we grew up with pets, we both have know, pets. Grew up we on have, a farm. We also have two children. We don't yeah, need a pet. We too. don't need an effing pet. <laughs> not right now. Maybe when they're a little older. <laughs> I, oh, now, oh, we, uh, what I wanted to ask you about, like, so Disney, like animated. Mm-hmm. Do you have a problem if it's like an animated animal talking to an animated human? No. Because it's a cartoon. They can discuss things. Yeah, cartoons can do whatever. Okay, I just didn't But know. when you're trying to make it look realistic, that's when I have a problem. Right, right, like right. Like just regular CG, you know, the fun CG, mm-hmm. that's fine. Right. Because it doesn't look real. Well, and the, it's just the problem with their mouth shapes. Like, mm, yeah. Mouth, animal mouths don't move like that. Exactly. It's so like, I just find it, I don't, it's not disconcerting. I just think it's stupid. It's like, it's like how they found out, I think relatively recently, when I say recent, probably the last few years, mm-hmm. that like Tyrannosaurus Rex or, or a lot of dinosaurs didn't have the vocal capacities to make any sound. What? So they wouldn't have roared like what? in Jurassic Park. But I need that roar. Yeah, but I mean, like, think about it, like a like a crocodile or an alligator. They don't. Yeah, they roar. don't. They hiss. They hiss. So they yeah. might have hissed. They probably hiss creepily. But they didn't like bellow mm. roars like a elephant or whatever. Interesting. So we cut to you know twelve years later. Lyra's at the school. She's learning. She's vandalizing her desk by yes. writing her name, mm-hmm. which gave which triggered a a, a memory for me. When I was in middle school and my friend wrote my name, Mm -hmm. my friend wrote my name on his desk because we had, it was like history. And (laughs) we had class at different times, but we sat in the same desk. Oh, no. And it said like, hi, Cameron, or something like that. And I got into class and my teacher gave me a detention because it was my my name. And I got so upset because I was like, why would I write hi, Cameron, to myself? Yeah. You know, like it wasn't me. Yeah. Uh, And I got really upset and I eventually got out of the detention because I think I started crying. (laughs) (laughs) And you had these cute little dimples. And the teacher was like, oh, what a pathetic, pathetic, pathetic boy. This is so sad. So I think my friend may have gotten in trouble, though, now that I think about it. Oh, no. I mean, don't write my name on a fucking desk, man. That's true. Got me in trouble. Yeah. Take your own. But anyway, (laughs) she's doing this. Her uncle comes in, and then she wants to sneak out of class. Mm -hmm. And the librarian's demon is a lizard. Yes. And so she asks the librarian to get this certain book on top of a shelf so his back will be turned so she can walk out. Yeah. But the lizard, his talking is lizard. Is staring right at her. And I was like. His, and it doesn't say a thing. I'm like, his soulmate can't stand him. Yeah. He just let He's that like, girl walk out. He's like, just let her walk out. Just let her. He, the soul 
lizard liked her more than his own <laughs> friends. <laughs> but, I mean, regardless of the animal speaking, I thought, for the most part, the CG, as far as the animals, was mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, except for the snow leopard tail. You had a big problem with the snow I leopard I had a big problem, because we recently watched a documentary on snow leopards. Yes, we did. Snow leopards have enormously long tails in order to help them navigate throughout the uh, cliffs and uh-huh. snow. Yeah. To keep them balanced right. from making, like, 20-foot jumps and whatnot. Yeah. And so to see a snow leopard with a normal leopard tail that was just fuzzier than usual yeah. was just disconcerting for you me. Didn't, you didn't like that. I didn't like that, you no, because like that. that tail needs to be twice as long as the body. I thought it was weird that the CG for the animals was quite good, mm-hmm. but the CG for the airships was quite terrible. That was awful. How do that you was mess awful. That up? How do you mess yeah, that up? Yeah, I was like, this is weird. The CG animals look pretty kind of magical and real. Yeah. Like, they still kind of don't look exactly real, but they look magical enough to where it you works. Can kind of, yeah, you can, yeah. But, like, the airships were just pasted on like, there? Like, they were just, like, know, slapped on there. I love Doctor Who, but it doesn't always have the best CG in the world. Yeah. It was kind of Doctor Who, and it like yeah, yeah it felt pasted on. It was like yeah. it was so clear that it was like not in yeah. whatever picture they were, lo- exactly. you were looking. Exactly, it was weird. It was really bad. I said like Shadow and Bones. <laughs> I do think I want to read these books. Okay, I thought it was it interested me enough to mm-hmm. kind of want to like read more. Right. Although I liked this show far more than I liked Shadow and Bones. Uh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Oh, and there was one si- there was one si- so after uh, the master gives her the the, the lie detector compass, she <laughs> leaves, and I liked uh, this line because I was I was like this is intriguing as fuck, man. <laughs> like he says, all we can be is scared for her, mm-hmm. and scared of her. Ooh, powerful. Yeah, it's kind of like a clunky line if you think about right. it. Like no one would really talk like that. No. It does lead that, like, mystery of, like, yeah. what's going on Yeah, here? we know she has to betray good people, mm-hmm. so she has to be a bad guy first for a while. Yeah, so... Yeah. Like um, Anakin. Oh, here we go with Anakin. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Can we go one episode without nope. talking about Anakin nope. Skywalker? No, we cannot. <laughs> And it's specifically the animated Anakin Skywalker that you... you... Oh, yeah. I haven't watched the prequels in years. Yeah, I have no idea yeah. what those are about anymore. Yeah. It's uh, it's all just like... It's not the Hayden and... Christensen uh, version of Anakin Skywalker so hey, much. Hey, you don't have to defend me. <laughs> I can stand up for myself. <laughs> I know who I like. <laughs> I know who it is. <laughs> and then there was another scene that... It seemed like all the scenes that I kind of had problems with were the ones with James McAvoy, even though I think he did an amazing job. There just always <laughs> seemed to be something clunky that happened with this. So she spies on him when her uncle comes. Right. And she, like, leaves that class. And then she witnesses the master poisoning, supposedly. Right. Well, I think he is poisoning because yeah. the guy is like, yeah. we shouldn't be murdering. And he's like, we got to yeah. murder sometimes. We got to murder sometimes. <laughs> and Keeps she, the world right. And she rescues him from this poison. Uh-huh. And then he stuffs her into, like, a crawl space, and he's like, I want you to spy. And yeah, so I didn't think he would be a part of the meeting. Right, yes. Because why is he wanting her to spy on what he's saying? He I could guess have easily so she, told her. I guess so she could see it for herself. Mm. So it wasn't, so she has an objective, Okay. you know, like, uh, She doesn't experience. have an objective. She likes Azrael. No, objective as, a, as opposed to subjective. Like, she has, like... Uh, it's proven she has it in front of her face rather than someone telling you something. Mm. But anyway, so he's like, 
I, what I want you to definitely make note of is anytime dust is mentioned. Yeah. Okay, fine. Okay. They do that. Then, it's mentioned 5,000 times per five, sentence. 5,000 times. She writes down. She goes home. <laughs> he puts her to bed. And she says, what is dust? And he, hits his, <laughs> and he says, nothing to do with you. Yeah, I know. I was like, wait a second. You just specifically told her. And to- <laughs> I have a very important question. What is dust? <laughs> what is dust? What is dust? <laughs> like, seriously, Answer that. Yeah. Please. But don't ask someone to, like, specifically, like... (laughs) Spy on something that has to deal with dust. dust. And then when they ask you what it is, be like, that doesn't have anything to do with it. It's like, well, why did I bother? Because you were in there. You were were giving the lecture, (laughs) sir. Dust is none of your business. Why were you spying on it? (laughs) He's, like, gaslighting her. Poor little girl. But I did like her response to it. Can I see the head? Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> the ice cold mummified head of this dead guy. I thought she was great. I thought. Yeah. I thought everybody. Oh, I loved all the actors. Yeah, I didn't that. have any yeah. problem with any of that because I think they did an amazing job. It's BBC. Yeah. The BBC doesn't bring. The BBC does good stuff. They come with the heat. Yeah. Yeah, you they know. do. Want to hear some reviews? Uh, of course. IMDb, you need to clean house. Oh. Because Is this so woke? It's so woke. Oh, huh? come on. I'm sick of the term woke. Because it, it, it means nothing anymore. It means nothing. It means be- nothing. Because all these piece of crap people have taken that word mm-hmm. and like tried to weaponize it. Yeah. But they really haven't done that even. Like It's just stupid now. You shouldn't even be woke. You should be normal and treat everyone with respect. And I just don't understand it because it, it goes back. And I'm sure we've talked about this before. It's like people who read like. Spider-Man comics mm-hmm. and don't get that the central idea behind Spider-Man yeah. comics. Yeah. Or like Star Trek and they don't get like mm-hmm. what it's about. Exactly. It's like what are you even yeah, why are you really, watching this? It's really weird because some of these um Star Trek watchers that I've had conversations with, they're incel shits. Yes. They have no idea how to be open-minded. And I'm like, how are you a fan of Star Trek? Because when all it is, it, before all of the sexism. <laughs> right. Well, when yeah. most of it is about treating people with it's inclus- respect and kindness and equality. Inclusivity. Yeah, being <laughs> inclusive. But yet these people are like, no, no, no. Yeah. I just need my Twi'lek sex slave. Yeah, exactly. I know that's a Star Wars thing, but same. You, you get my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's same, same thing. Mm-hmm. Or like the people who are like fucking racist Nazis who are like, oh my God, Rage Against the Machine is against like Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, have you not been listening to the lyrics, Yeah, sir? do not understand what you're watching. <laughs> Whatever he was saying was angry, so I just figured uh, it was me being angry. Oh, my God. It's like, I think what's amazing about our current world right now, and mm-hmm. I think this show um, is a good reflection of our okay. world in terms of, like, what its themes are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so interesting to see, not to use, I'm kind of using the word woke in the way it's supposed to be meant, but people opening their eyes to like oh my god that thing that i loved mm-hmm. that's not supporting nazism you know like <laughs> yeah <laughs> you mean yeah oh star trek isn't about shunning people no it's not actually it's not it's not <laughs> really it's like i don't know how badly you are at watching things yeah <laughs> <laughs> like how can you do this yeah but anyway these people were complaining about its wokeness i try to keep most of those okay. out of here if you want like so what's woke about it? I don't even know because did you read the books? Was the books about 
was like everybody described as being white, blonde haired, blue eyed people. Like, yeah, was that it? Yeah, because I, I read a, a, a something the other day that was talking about it. Um, when you're writing a book about like a, a person of color, mm-hmm. if you are making a point of pointing out the color of their skin, right? But then, like, say your main character, you don't. Mm. Then you're centering whiteness as the norm, right. rather this is other. Yeah. So really, in your books, you really don't even need to, unless it's like specific yeah. to something. Well, yeah, keep it blank so that everybody can read it and put themselves in put, that character's shoes. To, yeah, yeah, you want to put yourself mm-hmm. into it, or however you want to do that. So, except his Dark Materials was clearly written for young girls. You know, that's not being woke. That's just marketing toward that. Yeah. And yeah, I, I so I guess that's where they're being like, oh, it's so woke. Why? Because it's a little girl as as a main hero. The other thing that I really had a problem with a lot of these uh, negative comments mm-hmm. was, yo, motherfuckers, <laughs> if you want to say the acting on a show is not good, mm-hmm. that's fine. If right. you want to say the acting was subpar, I didn't really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. What I do have a problem with. Were they attacking kids? Do not attack Pre-teens for their acting by name. Do not be like, this person Mm -mm. sucks at acting when that person is 12 years old. Yeah, exactly. Go fuck yourself. For sure. Again. For sure, because of what happened to Jake Lloyd. Let's go back to Anakin for a second. (laughs) That poor kid has been ruined. Yeah, he was ruined due to you fucking bullies. Yeah. Bullies. 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 Star Wars bullies. And Do you not understand what you're watching, you little It's like, and it's like, he's 10 years old. He's only doing what he's being told to exactly. do. Exactly. So don't attack children. And don't attack really anyone. Like, because mm. I feel bad. For I don't know. I'm attacking bullies right now. Well, I mean, like. They destroyed his life. These so-called Star Wars fans. Well, in Ahmed Best, uh, Jar Jar Banks, they destroyed his life. He was suicidal because these motherfuckers feel so goddamn precious about their stupid space magic movie <laughs> that they have to hurt and real they life don't, people. And they don't even see that they're being the Empire right now. Yeah, exactly. So They don't even get it. That's that's the problem that we were talking about just now. It's like, do you not know what you're watching? Yes. And how dare you then become something so evil? Yeah. That you would destroy these people's lives because you don't like their acting? Yeah. This child? This child? <laughs> it's like... You go f*** yourself. This is like her second role ever. Like, I think she did an amazing job. Ugh. But honestly, even if I didn't feel like she did an amazing job... I would never attack her personally. I would never, never. attack her personally. Like I said, I would maybe say a blanket statement of the acting in the show could have been better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not pointing at anyone. Exactly. Because we don't need... It's like all the people that um, go after, like, the Stranger Things kids Ugh. or sexualize Eleven or whatever, and she's, like, 12. Like, oh my what the God. F- are you doing? What is wrong with you? Do you even understand the purpose of these shows that you're watching? Because you, clearly you don't. How you have can, missed it completely. How can I center this show about kids around me and sex? Yeah, how can I jerk <laughs> off to this 12-year-old girl? Can I make the real-life person miserable because this show did not appeal to me? Yeah, right. So, if you're going to go do that, go fuck yourself. Just leave what kids alone. Yes. Especially kid actors. Just mm-hmm. leave them alone. Exactly. Okay? Uh, this purse for... Uh, this pursed person. <laughs> this purse person. <laughs> this pursed person. Uh, calls it a hack job. Okay. It is from G. Manvelian. For anyone who's read the book, they can concur that this show is a hack job. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, TV shows and movies are the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. The books are the whole iceberg. Well, and it's what we were talking about with Shadow and Bone. Yeah. Except for 
personally, having not read either book, I think this job book, uh, <laughs> this show did a better job of immersing me. Okay. Yes. You yeah, know I what agree. I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, Shadow and Bone, it felt almost required that I read the book. Yeah. This yeah. I can follow along without reading the book. Yeah. They literally cut out entire extremely important characters that are crucial to the eventual evolution of the plot. It's and obscene embarrassment. <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay, G-Man. This is like getting into like, I cannot. You got, you're taking, take a step back. I don't know. They took out Gone Very Gone. <laughs> gone Very Gone. <laughs> like, an obscene embarrassment. Yeah, that's Calm that's taking it way too far. Down. Calm down. This show is way too fast-paced. Oh, actually, I should probably read this as written. The show is too, T-O, fast-past because of that. For anyone who thinks this is developing slowly, you actually a moron. <laughs> I, lo- I love it when people insult others <laughs> with their poor grammar. You actually a moron. You find out things in the first four episodes that you would never find out so soon. This show is produced with their instant gratification foot forward. A clear sign of stupidity. <laughs> they tell you things way too directly, leaving nothing to the imagination. They spoil their own plot. Also, they have taken massive liberties with the plot and certain characters I won't mention. Certain things that never happened in the book happened in the show, and vice versa. <laughs> or vice versa. Yeah, vice versa. I like using my visa card when I'm talking to people. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's vice versa, baby. <laughs> it's quite unfortunate how certain events or certain elements that don't even come up until the end of the book or their other two books of the trilogy or in the first ep- few episodes of this movie, these people are absolute morons. Well, you might want to check yourself. <laughs> Before you wreck yourself. Yeah. Inauthenticity. This series reeks of it. The cast they chose don't match the actual characters themselves. The <laughs> reason their acting looks so bad is because they are not meant for these roles. They're nothing like the Orridge Brothers Al characters in the book. What? <laughs> Look, he's calling us a moron. We should listen. <laughs> um, you know, he's probably not wrong. I don't understand a word he's saying, so maybe that makes me moronic. <laughs> yes, of course. He's, yeah. he's smarter. His creative use of grammar and spelling yes. is actually... It's very cubist. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's why I can't keep up with it. This is a Dadaist review. He just <laughs> threw a whole bunch of words into a hat, picked them nice. out randomly. Nice, I uh, like it. At least the Golden Compass movie had good actors for the assigned roles. Never mind the acting, it was poorly written. Same thing goes for the show. They are all great actors in their own right. Hmm. So as long as they get the right role and authentic role. Well, people aren't born for roles. I'm just saying you just kind of act the part you're given. Yeah. It's not. There's nothing authentic about it. This isn't authentic Italian food. Well, and I, like, yeah, th- these are just actors. This They're is doing... acting. There's nothing authentic about acting. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't get people like this. I don't. I'm very confused by this. <laughs> this is from Rye Broke. Uh, it says, uh, "Really great. I love this show. Binge the hell out of it. Story is really good. Deeply layered. Great actors. Great CGI that's used as it's supposed to be." You can't tell what's real and what's CGI except for the airships. Um, and the animals. <laughs> Puts many, many movies to shame. 
Don't compare this to the American Hollywood ripoff Golden Compass, which flopped as it deserved, as it was a terribly <laughs> bad adaptation. <laughs> Currently reading the books as well, adaptation has done really well. And people who give this low ratings and compare it to Harry Potter are insane. Mm. I also love Harry Potter, but this is not comparable. It's like comparing football to car racing. Hmm. And to the ignorant people who say... You know, most people would say apples to oranges. <laughs> but, you know, sure. Let's go with football to go car really racing. Extreme. Yeah, okay, I got gotcha, yeah. I, I think apples and oranges is more apt, though, because yeah. it's closer yeah. <laughs> to Harry Potter. Because they're fruit. Yeah. yeah. Whereas football is a sport and car racing is it's car stupid. racing. It's stupid, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think football's stupid, stupid too. too. So <laughs> maybe in the category of stupid, sure. 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 Under that umbrella of stupid. Okay, gotcha. And to the ignorant people who say it's the Golden Compass ripoff, it is an adaptation of the same book. <laughs> oh my God, it's a Golden Compass ripoff. <laughs> so people watch this and like, this is just like that movie that came out. <laughs> Except this is worse. Wow, okay. Only the Golden Compass movie failed so hard that they only got to the first book. Okay. And just some trivia, his dark materials have been published in more than 40 languages and have sold close to 18 million copies. Nice. Um, the adaptation was announced in 2015 to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the novel. Nice. And it is the first HBO drama series to not be TV mature. Wow, nice. Previously, only miniseries From the Earth to the Moon and John Adams carried the more family-friendly TV-14 rating. Really? John Adams? When they tarred and feathered that guy nude? Yeah. That was well, only TV-14? It's historic. That was only TV-14? <laughs> or when he's busy f- in her in the like <laughs> that then, was only TV 14 <laughs> the most sad and depressing sex scene ever filmed ever <laughs> <laughs> and they just like sit up afterwards yeah, and they're, they're like, like how are you doing <laughs> yeah I'm gonna go put my shoes on yeah okay yeah okay all right so um, that happened <laughs> so that happened I've been waiting a long time for that and... hmm well Ugh. hmm all right, would you green light or not this show? What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I'd green light it. Do you think, like it? Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I'm not going to keep watching it. You don't think so? No, I'm I'm not really in that kind of mood or phase. Maybe I've, in the I've, future? I've been out of magic for a while. Right. So I'm not sure that's even a genre I'm interested in anymore. But if I was a young girl, like a teenage girl, or yeah. you know, even somebody who did like magic shows, yeah. not, you know, hokey magic shows, but like, right, right, right. you know, shows that deal with magic, I think I would love this. I think, yeah, I think if you... I, would I think pre- it's complicated enough as fantasy that it's going to be really interesting. I, I think I would greenlight it for sure. Yeah. I agree with you. I don't think I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Or if I do, it'll be in the future at mm-hmm. some point. Maybe like, if I'm ever sick. Yeah. You know? Well, I don't know. If I'm sick, I like watching really bad movies. That's true. That's true. Like The Core. Yeah. Dante's one. Peak, baby. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Now, I um, I think there's a, like a aesthetic mm-hmm. that's going on with like these kind of uh, fantasy shows, mm-hmm. and I don't really know how to describe it other than it's just very washed out. Mm-hmm. If you think of like The Witcher, mm-hmm. and you think of Shadow and Bone, mm-hmm. and you think of this, mm-hmm. it all feels very gray. And I think it helps to blend in the CG better. I think you're right. I think that's exactly what it is. And, too, it's about trying to set a mood of this is not happy. Right, yes. You yeah. know? It's somber. There's yeah, a somber... there's a somber mood to it and stuff. Uh, 
much like the world, I think it represents, right. the, you know, us, reality. Yeah. I, I yeah. hear So I, we're not going to see brights or pastels for a while. I hear that. And I think I didn't really watch Game of Thrones. I think I watched, like, the first season of it, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe the first two. But, like, I think, A, I think a lot of that aesthetic comes from there, mm-hmm. that grainy. And I think you're right. I think it is to mask a lot of the CG yeah. or the flaws in the CG. But I'm just sort of bored with that color palette for yeah, fantasy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, because fantasy these days have has gotten really dark. Yeah. There's not a high fantasy anymore. Yeah. It's just all dark fantasy, I think. And it's funny because the last movie I can think of that's fantasy that is sort of vibrant, mm-hmm. or at least the first movie was, is The Hobbit. Yeah. And that one people didn't like. No. Because so it, it didn't represent how they're feeling at the moment. Yeah. So it almost feels to me like fantasy, the fantasy genre is kind of being treated like how for a long time female-led superhero movies were treated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, we've made this garbage female-led superhero movie, yeah. say Catwoman with Halle Berry. Oh, garbage. It, it, it flops. Garbage. Or Elektra or garbage. Supergirl or whatever. Garbage. It flops and then the studios say, uh, people just aren't interested in seeing yeah. a female-led superhero movie. It's like, no, they just want to see a good one. Yeah. So it's like, don't take that maybe people didn't like The Hobbit, which mm-hmm. I do like, like its vibrancy and its brightness yeah. as... Let's stay away from that. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see... Well, you know another movie? Actually, you know what? Hmm. Um, what was it? It's not The Phantom Toll Booth. A Wrinkle in Time. Okay. Yeah, That yeah. one was actually vibrant, but that one flopped. Yeah. So I think they're looking at that and saying, like, oh, this doesn't sell. It must be the vibrant colors. Yeah, yeah. And we need to Instead keep it Instead of, dark. you know, racism. Yeah, we need... Yeah, or racism. Yeah. So, uh, so everything ends up being really muted mm-hmm. and dark, and I just... I'm bored with that. I'm yeah. bored with that swatch. Yeah, you I know? am too. So, yeah, that's why all the covers I'm making these days are in your face. Yeah, I want to see. <laughs> I want to see brightness. I want to see colors. Yeah, you know, because I've even left the the bold colors behind. I'm all into pastels now. Yeah, I'm just done with all of this like dark colors. Yeah, I'm just done with it. Yeah, it just feels so heavy, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm just not into that right yeah. now. But I mean, like again, his dark materials. I, I like it. Or I liked it. Yeah. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to keep watching it. Nah. Maybe someday if I'm if the mood strikes me. Right. If the mood strikes me, I know that I enjoyed it enough yeah. that I would be willing to revisit it. Mm-hmm. But I don't see myself rushing to revisit exactly. it. Exactly. I'm really glad it exists, though. Because For, I think young girls would love something like this. I in, And it's a good message that she's not just burning up maps to go find a boy. Yes. she has. She's more autonomous. Yes. Um, I think it's just the idea of a science-based sort mm-hmm. of culture or science magic-y. Right. That's not just like dragons. I like the idea that it's a parallel universe. Mm-hmm. It's like our own, but a little different. Mm-hmm. I think it's a unique fantasy world yes a lot of fantasy worlds feel like we're just like copying and pasting Mm -hmm. lord of the rings and like putting in new names yeah you know this actually feels different yes it does so i i do like that i just wish that difference and and then we'll say that one of the reviews some of the reviews are complaining about the the movie being better Mm -hmm. one of the things they did mention was the colors in the movies were bright yeah and they liked that Mm -hmm. and i think I would have preferred a little bit more brightness. Not right. to say that the story's bright, but you know yeah. what I'm saying. I got anyway, you. 
Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. And since this is our 100th episode, if you want to rate and review us on iTunes, <laughs> that would be, uh, we'd be very grateful for that. Yeah, exactly. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us at pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. I want to hear what your uh, demons are, guys. Yes. Let us know what your demons are. And no, I don't want to know what, you know, your real demons are. <laughs> your inner demons. Your inner demons. I do not want <laughs> to know that. Isn't, I, I wish we had more time to research this. Because isn't Azriel, mm. isn't that name. A his, demon name? Historically a demon name. Yeah, but I think it, I think he's like trying to, well, I don't know what happened. So maybe, maybe he is a bad guy. He's a bad guy. For, you know, bringing heresy. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he is a bad guy. Yeah. Maybe that's the whole point of this. Don't question the church. Who knows? <laughs> I haven't read the books. I don't know. I don't know. Next. That would be great, though. <laughs> I mean, that kind of propaganda. <laughs> like, just straight in your face propaganda. <laughs> like the don't question it. Just do just it. Follow your, just do it. Just do it. Follow them, whatever they say. They're right. <laughs> um, next week, we decided mm-hmm. we are going to be watching Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah. Which is a TV show based on. The- don't tell me what it's about. I've got a right expectation. Okay, I won't say anything. And it's about just based it. on the cover. Just based on the cover. Yeah. So we will be watching that. Uh, I think you know it's been out for a couple of weeks. It was number one on Netflix. I think last week. Or yeah, so. everything's number one on and Netflix. I don't even. I don't even trust. I don't. Their I don't believe algorithms. that garbage. Mm-hmm. I think they pretty much force everyone to watch the same. I things. think so. <laughs> they're like these are our shows, and oh my god, they're number one. What? <laughs> you guys don't like Citizen Kane? <laughs> nice. You like Jupiter's Legacy instead? Cool. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so that's what we'll be doing. So if you are interested to watch along mm-hmm. on Netflix, we will be watching Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah, and then the week after that, Castlevania. Yeah. let's hit some anime. Yeah, we, we ha- I don't have we done an animated. I don't movie? think so. Mm-mm. Or show? Mm-mm. Yeah, so I think it's about time we do that. Yeah, Castle- I remember Castlevania the video games. Mm, I haven't played them. Yeah, I was terrible at them. Yeah? Terrible. All right. Nice. So that'll be fun. Okay. But anyway, uh, we will see you all next week. We hope you have a good uh, week. If you haven't mm-hmm. been vaccinated, please do so. That's right. And let's get that herd immunity. Let's get that herd immunity. Let's do it. And uh, we will see you next time. Mm-hmm. Bye. Love you. Bye.